0: Somebody had to get the show started because uh, I all of a sudden, like, forgot my job. Usually, you know, Susie introduces the show, and I do the counting down, the official one, two, three hit play. Yeah. I just sat there and did nothing. Yeah. Like, we haven't
1: done 502 of these. I know. What the heck? But I What's did- What's wrong with uh, me? Well, I did read an article about how, like, everyone's brains are broken because of the pandemic, so maybe that's- you know, oh, part of it. Oh, for sure
0: mine is broken. I mean, it's had to do some heavy, like, workarounds and, like, yeah. emotional, like, gymnastic or, like, <clears> mental <throat> gymnastics to just, like, manage, you know.
1: It was saying how novelty and a physical activity are so good for the brain, and that's the opposite of what most people are experiencing. Oh, my God. And our brains are just, like, shutting down, they're atrophying.
0: Oh, my God. Well, you know what? That's kind of like, good news because it takes kind of like a little bit of the pressure off of like, well, why am I feeling this way? And, you know, well, it's true what they say. If you don't use it, you lose it. Um, And we can just get it back.
1: And I was reading also in the New York Times, they did an article about this lady who, she had a genetic mutation that you know, she was going to get Alzheimer's and she knew that. And Mm -hmm. they said it would probably hit her at the age of 40 because whatever mutation she had was one of those real bad onset ones yeah, yeah. early onset and um she didn't get anything until she was 72 well heck and so she has since passed away but they donated her brain to study and they're finding why she avoided oh, that fate for so, so long. And even when she was diagnosed with it, she, she had pretty much full functioning. Like she knew recipes, she knew everyone's names, she could recall words. So Wow.
0: Okay. What is she doing? I'll have what she's having.
1: Well, part of it they said was that she had a pr- another mutation that basically canceled it, that it was this particular protein. But them knowing oh. that is so helpful in prevention and maybe, okay. you know, curing Knowing it someday. Knowing that there's
0: a protein
1: that you can right. introduce yeah. that would have cancellation. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. my gosh. Knock on wood. I mean, that would I be so amazing. That. But they Talking did also science. say that she yes. was doing all the right things. Like, she was super social and she loved to, like, Great. have a few drinks with her girlfriends and, like, she was a very happy person and that oh. probably helped things, too. So that was helpful. Yes. I love that because I'm scared oh. of getting that. It'd be
0: like a terrible know, fate. But, but you're already doing all the right things to do the preventative stuff as well.
1: And well, there's who no knows sense. What kind worrying. of advances
0: we're going? There is no sense in worrying. Yeah, deal with the present moment, man. That's
1: why, That's why I, I get I'm excited saying. though when they make headway in that because. You know, a lot of people suffer, and then their family members are suffering, and it's just no, no fun. So I'm always happy when good things are afoot in that field. Yes. Anyway, episode five or two. Yeah, that was good news. Um, Yes. Last episode was a special episode. You were caring and sharing, and that was, Mm -hmm. you know, good. Yeah, help people who are here for the. That was
0: neither brain nor candy.
1: (laughs) That was (laughs) hard.
0: that was hard. hard, yeah, but also maybe like um if it's like guilty pleasure stuff for people to just like listen to that. So I don't Aww, know. Does it fall into no. the reality
1: world like drama thing? I know I for sure know. whenever we're in our book clubs, and so I get to see how people interact with us, that I'm I mean, I've already told you, half of our book club looks just like Sarah. And <laughs> they curly hair queens really um Connect with you and your journey. So oh, you're so sweet. Well, um, oh, I
0: love all of them, and they wh- like what is that Namaste?
1: Like the light in me sees yeah, and recognizes the light thing. in you, and I want to share it. And this time Amen. we'll do candy and brain. Hopefully, yes. Um, I wanted to begin by – well, I was going to recommend this documentary on Netflix, but really I'm going to totally spoil it. So I'll just tell you what it's about instead. It's It's only 40 minutes, so it's not mm -hmm. a a full-feature documentary, but it's called The Long Shot, and it is about a man who was falsely accused of murder and Mm -hmm. the efforts by his defense attorney to try to prove that he couldn't have and didn't do this crime. And so he said he was at a baseball game with his daughter that night. And so that seems pretty, pretty good. And so the defense attorney had to go through all this footage from the game to see if they could find him on one of the pieces of footage. So that yeah. th- there he yeah. is and whatever. And like they found him, but it was grainy and like they needed more. And the guy said, well, they were filming something that night. I don't know what it was, but it looked like they were filming, like, a movie or a TV show. So they went through the records from the stadium and found that they were filming Curb Your Enthusiasm that night. Oh, my God. And so they contacted the production company, got the footage, and had to go through that. And I'll be damned if that guy wasn't sitting there behind Larry David. Like... Oh and my got God, a, that sounds like an episode of Curvy Enthusiasm. It is exactly. And Larry David is in this documentary and he, like, no. this is about a murder and he won't stop smiling. Like, he's delighted by. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. This is a riot. But I mean, not, but also is. Well, especially because when I put it on, I didn't know that was going to happen. Oh my and so God, Adam you know and I, I are watching it. it and, like, when. <laughs> Larry shows up the footage from the show and it's so stupid and you're like, I can't believe I'm watching this. And that is why he did not go to jail because of that footage.
0: my God.
1: It was hilarious. And I just love that Larry was like tickled by his crazy life. I
0: can't believe that this information is not
1: public knowledge. I know! Why is this the first I'm hearing about this? Maybe because it's not a full length documentary so like, I don't know, for one reason or another it wasn't promoted or something, but yeah, it was great. And I, I just man. Like, the, also just the serendipity of it because all these things had to kind of align and this PA had to let the guy and his daughter through even though he really wasn't supposed to because they were filming. It just like was wow. worked out perfectly thank
0: god i know this is like a lesson in a whole bunch of stuff and like people who are fa- falsely incriminated
1: oh <gasps> i know i love that's justice. the scary part though because he said what I if can't... i had stayed home that night you know like right. i'd be in jail that's
0: terrifying i hate that thinking is... about that can't do that can't what if you can't you gotta i know the what it's, ifs it's too scary scary. Mhm. Yeah,
1: but that was super Oof. funny. If you are a Larry David fan, though, you would want to watch because it is hilarious to see him yeah. like just smiling about his role in this weird trial.
0: I am uh, like super into, uh, uh, what would you call them? Like,
1: oh, the sliding doors, bitter moments? Jewish New Yorkers. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, the op- I'm into complete those opposite too. Of that. Uh, and I, after your recommendation mm-hmm. and Adam's recommendation, I watched pretend it's a city. Yeah. So funny. So funny. So I just love it. What is the, what is the word I'm looking for? The like. Yeah. It's not like pe- no. pessimistic. No, it's like, it's not a Jewish word. It's curmudgeon. It's just like, yeah. That'll work. Yeah. Like curmudgeon people.
1: I mean, I'm that, into that right now. Well, just like. You're always into mm. it. How do you think I got to co-host this show? This is true. I love it. It's you love Oscar the Grouch. This is up. true.
0: I, it's the same thing. I forget about this. Oh, forget about maybe this. I need to have a little bit more of that in my life. I forget these things. Yeah, that's your whole I Don't that's your realize type. it. I didn't even know. <laughs> I mean, because do, you're not
1: like that, but there is something about it that makes you laugh. So. It is Just so embrace funny. Embrace it. So, yeah, I would love that.
0: And Larry David smiling the whole way through. <laughs>
1: Um, Golly. can I just say that now that you're kind of in this fresh start period of your life, I feel like yes. you need to download the curtsy app, get some new threads.
0: Well, uh, 100% do I need some new threads? Yeah. What are you in the market for these days? Everything. Right. You know what I mean? I'm into. <laughs> in well, you know, after like the, the generation, whatever the heck it is, shamed yeah. me in my tight pants. Um, I love a high waisted paper bag waist pant and, Mm -hmm. or like a Palazzo leg pant. So I'm like really into that with like a crop top, you know? Well,
1: curtsy is the the place for you because you can shop from real women in your size and style. They have all these brands and amazing deals. Um, I just like to shop for, so I like to buy off season, but if I, you know how like uh, smart, like right now is when I start looking for like boots because, oh my god, yes. I have! Oh my god, I have a pair to sell. Yes, I have a pair to sell. See, and people like me will be looking for them, and you can sell them on yes. Curtsy too, which is really cool. I love a sustainable. Uh, way to get Brandy, Urban, Champion, and Lulu delivered directly mm. to our door. Download Curtsy today and enter promo code Brain Candy, and you will get fifteen percent off your first order. Search Curtsy in the App Store, spelled C-U-R-T-S-Y, and enter promo code Brain Candy for fifteen percent off your first order. Download the Curtsy app and enter promo code Brain Candy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was fun. Our we had a brainiac send us a an article about how women. Used to be the people who brewed beer, but they ended up getting, like, run out of the field because they were accused of being witches. What's new? (laughs) As per usual. Tale as old as time. Right? Anytime we kind of get a leg up in business, they're like, yeah, but you're a witch.
0: Yeah, because it's got to be magic if the men didn't figure out how the fuck to do it. Golly. Well
1: the funny thing is though what I couldn't believe was that that is why we have the image of a witch with a black pointy hat and a cauldron because that's oh. what they wore when they would <gasps> sell the beer <gasps> at their markets. Yes. Isn't that crazy? You're so right. Like they would wear these big black pointy hats so that people would see them through the crowd, and then they would brew it in these big cauldrons. So, oh my god, that makes so
0: much sense. Well, I love this
1: making beer.
0: Am am I gonna become? Am I sort of gonna switch from beer from wine to beer?
1: (gasps) You know what? Think about it. Think about it. (laughs) It is an
0: acquired taste. You just have to acquire it, right?
1: They also said that they kept cats around to keep the mice away from the grain. So well, that's of course. Why I, yes.
0: Oh, my God. I love the explanation. Susie, you just brought us the history of witches. Right? And, like, their stereotypical look.
1: I mean, I, love this. I never even thought about it. I have. I mean, it never occurred to me, like, why do they wear that outfit?
0: It has occurred to me, but never anything more than, why the heck do they wear that outfit?
1: Yeah. And the end. Because if so you, thanks. let's say you actually were a witch back in the day. You probably mm-hmm. weren't wearing that hat. That'd be a dead giveaway. No. no, you definitely weren't. Oh, I'm not wearing that thing. So, uh-huh. and then some towns even made it illegal that these women do oh this because they said that they would become spinsters. Like they wouldn't have to rely on men because they could sell so much beer. Well, that
0: isn't it like, oh my God. And you know, they somehow made it better. Right? Oh my. I know. This is like, so they weren't even like, they weren't, it's like they weren't even really mad. So which came first? Are we mad at the witches or are we mad at the beer makers? And like,
1: why would we be mad at witches?
0: Well, I feel like, like, we throw that that word out, not we, not we, men, (laughs) these men back then, throw that word out anytime it is a female. Doing anything that is, mm, I don't know, you name it. Outside of their definition of empowering. what they want the woman to do, empowering, empowering, yes, basically making medicine. It's empowering, yeah. Anything that's empowering.
1: So it's like, oh my god! But it's always like that, that where we're fucking making yeah. potions and stuff with our and making beer, and then the guys are like, "Hey, we want a piece of that." And so they call us witches and then they get to do it. And now, I mean, you still see it in the beer industry that very few women are the I don't know what the word is, but like the the beer brewmaster? Yes, thank that you. That sounds good. Brewmasters or CEOs yeah. of beer companies because there's this stigma that like women can't do it, beers for men. But um, like why? There what I, because it's so
0: crazy because it's like what physically on a woman makes her less capable?
1: right or even that she would like it less
0: that it's so insane to me any any of those arguments Ugh, for Pete's sake
1: yeah but but i love yeah. when people like sends the, stuff like that um
0: i heard uh on, when i was on the boat the other day this woman was saying that pockets and i didn't do any research so just taking her her word at this she seemed smart uh her the pockets on a dress. Or pockets were were originally not put on dresses because they didn't want women to hide their potions in the pockets.
1: <gasps> their and potions.
0: The, yes, it was like oh potions god. and little things, and they didn't want them to have that to hide ha- have anything to hide in their pockets. So they make clothes without pockets, and that's why we all get so excited because that's like where like that's where we're storing our potions. We're storing their potions.
1: Oh my god.
0: We Isn't could see, yeah.
1: We're gonna have to make a whole new list of things we hate for like our one thousandth episode. Oh, for sure, that won't be hard. And then, like last
0: year's winner, go head to head with this year's winner. It'll be a whole
1: thing. A whole thing. Yes. Um, I also got a brainiac message who sent me an article about. You know how, like, a lot of times online, you see these cute pictures of animals that are just—they're usually kind of silly. Where it'll, the example they gave was like. um a frog sitting on top of a turtle, yes. you know, and it just looks so cute. And you wonder how the heck did that happen? And yeah. Maggie sent this article and it said that Uh-oh. They, w- usually these cute pics aren't actually cute because they're staged oh, no. and they, you know, the animals are usually from a pet store and non-native to the area where they're done. They're Most of them are done in the Philippines. Um oh. And some people say it's cruel. Oh, my gosh. This is good to know. Right, because they look so cute and lovely and innocent and wonderful, but they might not be. Mm -hmm. I don't know, though, but did you see the episode of Pretend It's a City when she said how funny it is or ironic or whatever that we've outlawed cockfighting, but we, like, all eat chicken?
0: Oh. No, no. No. But I do remember hearing her talk about cockfighting about how like,
1: why do I remember that, but not that part? Well, because it is kind of weird. And I, it does make, I turn my head like a dog when they're listening. When you ask them a question, I was like that, like, huh, right. Why do we, uh, and then Adam was saying how, um, in Thailand they're quite common and, I'm like, what's the deal though? It's like they peck each other with their beaks and how is that less or more cruel than eating him? He's like, well, they usually attach knives to their thing. <gasps> oh I was like, my oh, God. okay, well, that is different.
0: That's a little different. And I think the thing is like the most humane way to kill them. And what? I don't believe letting them fight against each other is the yeah. most humane
1: way. But I mean, it does raise the question because it, it's like an ethical blind spot that most of us have because we don't actually yes. see how the animals are are killed for our meat. Yeah. And well, so there's oh, this distance oh, that makes us more comfortable with it. But I mean, really, it's it's not humane either way.
0: Did she say that we don't allow cockfighting, but we allow people to box? Mm. Does that sound familiar? Did no. I hear that somewhere else? But I did think about that, too, where I was like, mm.
1: But I mean, that is a good point. Maybe she said both things. Yeah, but maybe because it is kind up. of I heard absurd. That recently, but which would also we would be not strange. let them tie knives to their boxing gloves. So
0: no, but sometimes I see them hit each other in ways that looks like they can't recover from that. I mean, that's for sure. Like, oh God, I, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. The older I get, the worse that feeling is. I do not like it. Just thinking about cockfighting and and that crazy thing and. You know,
1: like anything adorable that you mice out.
0: does is really cute. I like our stories about anthropomorphizing mice. Adorable. Anthropomorphizing chickens with knives stabbing each other. Not quite
1: as adorable. Yeah, less adorable.
0: Yes, more violent.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if I think it's cruel to stage a bit. Because think about like, you know, a lot of people have, you know, cat calendars or something. I don't know. What's cruel <sighs> about it? Well, I mean, this
0: is exactly why, oh my God, that really is the Wild West. That's what people say. Like my mom was saying that Instagram and all this stuff has put people who are in the industry out of business. Like a lot of Mm -hmm. commercial, a lot of that industry is just sucked up into this. Mm -hmm. And so I think... That one of the things that having that, an industry that is in charge of like, and we've even said this about like we should label everything is like what's advertising. And they do it a little bit with, um, you know, saying hashtag ad, but it's not really enough. Um, But when you have it in one industry, you can like regulate it. And there are rules about like working with animals. Like they're so strict on that. And like when you work with animals in commercials.
1: So you think like in the U.S. it's not that like this? It's more. No,
0: I think that. It, it's totally unregulated when we're doing – when the form of media is social media and it's yeah. self-produced and and why it was nice to have that, whether it be advertising or any sort of like media in like a more controlled environment. And mm-hmm. I, I get both sides of this argument. But uh, is because we can regulate things like that and like have – you know can't
1: treat animals this way. Now it's like you can – who knows what the f- –
0: we can see on those things, and ugh, well, I think that's the, the thing line?
1: that it might not be cruel, but that we just can't know for sure and right. so
0: and we don't know what what where the line is and what people are doing and oh, there was like a whole story about a woman who was like an Instagram- like a youtube star, and then like she had a bunch of animals, and then her animals started dying, and then it found she it was like discovered that she was doing a bunch of drugs and like not taking care of the animals, ugh. oh boy. Yeah, it was a whole thing <clears throat> nightmare. So I don't know. Now that makes me think. Now that ugh, way
1: to ruin cute cat photos, Susie. Well, yeah. Let's stick with cute selfies like Sarah's curly girl selfies. Thanks to Function of Beauty. Oh my God, I love
0: it. That is all I've been using in Costa Rica.
1: I keep and getting it is so fantastic. So many compliments too from my stylist. She'll be like, I can. T-. She literally said last time I went. She goes, I can tell you're taking really good care of your hair. <gasps> It's like, I'm not. Function of Beauty is.
0: Yes. Take all the credit, though.
1: (laughs) Well, it's great because you can customize the blend of your hair products based on your own specific needs. So, if you want volume or oil control, or what, you know, like me, if it's super dry and damaged, then you can get a formula that will help you have beautiful, lovely, healthy hair. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty. dot com slash brain candy, and you can take their quiz and save twenty percent on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty. dot com slash brain candy, and let them know we sent you, and you'll get twenty percent off your order. Functionofbeauty.com dot com slash brain candy. You can be a curly girl or. Yes. A bleachy blonde kind of And girl. I
0: cannot speak uh more highly or or better than, well, I don't know, whatever the phrase is. Uh about their uh body wash. Okay. I'm great. Rave reviews.
1: Rave reviews. And their hair yeah. serum is great too, by the way. For oh, the, I haven't tried that. After you wash. That. Yeah, that was... Okay. Next up, I read a really cool article about um what people tend to dream when they're dying what it was so interesting susie cuz you know how we've been talking a lot lately about you know near death experiences yep yeah. it made me think of that because this one doctor just started to notice a phenomenon that nurses were already accustomed to which is that as patients approach death they had dreams and visions of people in their life that they love that had already died who came back to comfort them in their final days. Oh, my
0: God. Susie, my mom was just playing a TED Talk or some audio about this doctor who was talking to me, talking about his patient who started rocking in her arms. Yes, the baby. baby. Oh, my
1: God. Yes. Susie, my mom was playing this this morning. That's crazy. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Why are you having oh all these moments, these mystical God. moments? That is the weirdest. Oh, My mom's going to be like, well, duh. Yeah, the one, the lady was like rocking in her arms this baby that wasn't there, which had died years and years before, you know, yeah. in infancy. And so I guess the baby had, you know, come back in a vision or whatever to this woman. And they were having a moment, and it said over eighty percent of his patients, no matter what walk of life or background or age group, had end of life experiences that seemed to entail more than just strange dreams. They were vivid and meaningful and like yes, transformative. You're in one foot in and one foot out. Yeah, and then they increased frequency the closer they got to death.
0: Because you're going further in.
1: And and what I love about it, let's say it's all pretend. Who cares? I yeah. love that it gave these people comfort because wouldn't it yes. if yes. if you were greeted by your grandmother and she was like, hey, oh lady, God. like, you know, I'm here and I'm with you and that would make it all so much easier.
0: Yeah. And then those painful things that you were holding on to that some people can't let go of and are the reasons why maybe they're, you know, uh, uh, not moving on or having a hard time with that, they get comforted by of like, hey that little baby that you lost is okay up there
1: mm-hmm. would you okay let's say we're not thinking about it in the spiritual realm let's try to think about it just Dreams. explain it as I don't know A
0: rational saying yeah
1: scientifically very
0: clinical not what we were
1: people yeah so it could be just that as they face their own mortality they start to think about and I don't know
0: It's hard. Yeah. It's too, it's the collective experience, and that it's also similar. Like, and there aren't, like, nobody's cradling a dragon or a (laughs) A freaking, you know, their their second grade uh, uh, teacher. Yeah, it's not just dreams. It's not random like Mm -hmm. dreams. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're working something out. You're, well, I mean, we do know that. Unless like, okay, so, okay, let's try to think that out. So we know that like memories and everything just get like stored in the brain. So maybe, and we know, also know that the brain does crazy things to protect itself, like crazy awesome stuff to protect it, protect itself. And so maybe there's something about, like you said, being faced with your own mortality that forces the brain to access uh, like uh, previously locked, Mm-hmm. Memories, mm-hmm. and to then force. Well, if this is anything, it's an argument for why we should process things. Yeah, because it upon death you'll be forced to process things, and maybe it'll be a little bit more comforting at that time because there's some sort of release of, you know, whatever it is, or maybe we don't even know if well, they do say that it seems comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I would say like it, I'm sure it has something to do with the pituitary gland. Why? I don't know because it always does in these weird situations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Always, it's like so connected to—I don't know what that is. But
1: one of the people guess. that they described was a little girl who had, you know, a cancer, and she was dreaming about her dog that had died, <gasps> which oh, is so it's lovely. Anyth- oh, it's anything that was close to you, right? It doesn't even have to be a person. Yeah, they
0: frequently well, you know see what? their pets. <laughs> That's like reassuring because, like, you know, you just know when your soul's connected to something. And even if you can't have it in this time, maybe you can have it in another lifetime. Yeah. And meet up with it later.
1: Yeah. Like maybe the story's not over. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's great.
1: That was on. Well, fine. I'll listen to that video. My mom wants me to listen to, or watch
0: the video. My mom wants me to watch.
1: And this, article I was like, I'm not. Was, um, I don't want to see that. dot um, com. If you want to read it. Um, but yeah, you're gonna be close to death, and you'll have like seven thousand animals that come see you because you've killed like a gazillion animals. Excuse <laughs> me. Every time Golly. I mention, first a pet. of all, they
0: died of <laughs> natural causes. N- not at my hands. <laughs> That's
1: true. Sarah didn't specifically kill them.
0: I have a natural affinity for like wounded <laughs> animals, fall species
1: that what I want to nurture. What were those ones you didn't feed, though? The ones you went feed. on vacation and they like ate themselves. Oh, ugh.
0: that was my. <laughs> that was not my doing. That was my mom <laughs> who said like she probably did feed them a bunch and like was like oh I'll just leave a It'll bunch that. or. I should ask her, you yeah. know, and find out what happened. But they were hamsters and she the problem was she put them all in the cage together and it was cannibalism.
1: <laughs> They're gonna come back and haunt you.
0: Oh my god, could you imagine? And there's a whole bunch of little things that scurry around my feet as I'm dying. <laughs> that sounds like, like I'm going company. to hell, Susie. I'm sorry. Why <laughs> have you just changed this adorable message of peace and love? <laughs> that was cruel. Oh Lord. Okay, I'm sorry. But Bo I'll have forever, so
1: yeah. I am thinking
0: about getting Bo—not thinking. I am definitely getting Bo a friend because
1: oh my God, uh, when we you leave, are it's going like to feel like death
0: for—it's going to feel like death for—not a baby dog, not like a puppy. I'm not insane. Yeah. But, you know, like a, like a—I a, don't know, two-year-old dog or something like that.
1: Because you think um, she needs a friend?
0: She 100% needs a friend oh because God. she has had the best time with my mom's dog, uh, Stella. Yeah. And they, like—they— run around the apartment complex like they are two like oxen tied together pulling a cart. Like they're (laughs) shoulder and shoulder. And like one turns, the other turns. Like you know, Stella looks up and Bo looks up. And then like it's they are yoked. It is so cute. And I know and they sleep too they didn't even look at each other for the first like seventy two hours they were here. And now they can't leave each other's side, so I know I'm going to have a depressed dog when I get home.
1: Oh, no. I know it.
0: What am I going to do? She's yeah. going to be heartbroken. She's stolen her friend. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. So I'm going to have to get a replacement friend for her. So
1: anyways, <laughs> still in the that. combo. Another thing love I it. love, as a matter of fact, is a, a company called Noom, which yes. gives you all kinds of support and accountability and encouragement and inspiration to reach your goals. And I really love that. If you have personal health goals that you want to stick with long-term and get healthy for good, Noom is a great program. You can, you know, try to have more energy or learn how to enjoy exercise again or fitting in your your clothes that you want to wear. They want you to feel good about your choices, so they send you, like, scientifically-based Um, Psychological examples and, you know, like articles that say, um, you know, this is the science behind what we're teaching you and that really helps me because i i like to know the why why am i doing this it gives you power and knowledge and understanding your own health which is a great feeling it's based in psychology there's a science to getting healthier it's called noom sign up for your trial today at noom that's noom.com slash brain candy and you can learn how to get healthy with Noom. sign up your trial today at noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash brain candy yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Next up on the agenda. Oh, this I specifically saved for you. This is about how nature soothes us. Because we've well, been talking a lot about that lately. Yes. This tell is, me, tell me. Well, it's describing how <sighs> the feeling where the voice in your head can can be uh, confining and like too noisy. And sometimes that third person speech is you know it can be a lot sometimes it can be distant self-talk which is good and you can be more Mm -hmm. neutral and venting however we know that's not very healthy even though we all do it
0: and having a critical voice is not
1: helpful yes and so it says when we suffer emotional pain we often seek out empathy from others and our intense desire to soothe the psychological effects of Mm. our problem derail our search for solutions which i thought was interesting Yes. It said our minds get bathed in chatter and that can be unhelpful. Mm -hmm. And so it was saying that nature can be replenishing because flowers and animals and whatever, the beach, wherever you are, they lure and guide your attention. So you don't have to concentrate to find yourself enthralled. And so you feel refreshed and stimulated Because they called it soft fascination. That's what they called it. Soft fascination. Yeah. And I would agree. Yes. It's the
0: most beautiful thing. And you're so right. You know, one of the most amazing experiences that I've had here that I would have never guessed would have been as like soul satisfying as it was, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was going to a hummingbird Sanctuary. Oh,
1: tell me about that. Oh
0: my God, it was just like a, a or a, a what do you call it? Arboretum. Ar- oh, is that what it's called? I don't where know. Birds that word. are aviary. An aviary, um, and just for hummingbirds. But there was no top. They were about. They were allowed. They were like wherever. It just happened to be a place where there were a lot of hummingbirds. <laughs> and, and it's so funny. There was like I was like, how do they even know? But they have these little feeders. And there was nobody there. It's like just me and my mom. So we put uh, uh, our hands like around the base of the feeder, and they just come and land on you. And what are they? It is the why are they doing that? Like, what do you thing. think
1: they're they want from you? Food?
0: Well, the food. The inside the little like. So I learned that hummingbirds. And you know what's funny is I usually am like obsessed with facts and read all the signs. I didn't do that at all in this experience. Now that I think back on it, that is like, so not like me. Mm -hmm. I just kind of enjoyed it. And, um, I wonder why, but, uh, then, uh, so, but I did learn from somebody just telling me that the hummingbirds are attracted to the color red. So they put mm-hmm. a feeder out, like this little hummingbird feeder, that has a little, like, plastic flower base that looks red, that is red, and has these four little holes around the outside uh, where they can stick their little, you know, little, I don't know, beak. Yeah. Which is so stinking cute with their little tongue, and they get, it's like filled with sugar water in the bird feeder. And they, like, and if you, you know, usually they'll just land on the, um on the red feeder but if you put your hands up and you are nice and still and you just like talk to them with your mind they'll come and land on you and so i did and like at one point i had like four hummingbirds on
1: me oh my god Uh, i started getting teary-eyed
0: because you feel like you're like oh my god i am so you cannot think of anything else it's impossible
1: Mm. it's the cutest thing you
0: yep and my face is like Oh my god! Oh my god! You hear my voice? Like <laughs> all oh, the videos are so funny. I haven't even posted any of those. I'll make sure to put them up. Those are so funny.
1: Do you think those guys bang like in air? Oh my god, that's a really good
0: question. I bet they they do. also are like as light as a penny, but wow. they sound like dive bombers when they go by you. <laughs> it's like right, Vroom. like a bee and you kind could of. feel it. Yes, mm-hmm. you could. It's so you're like what? And then I even shot some of them in slow motion. Can barely tell. Wow, you st- it's not even slow enough.
1: They're I have so to, like cool. take that and then
0: slow it down. They are the coolest, and they are so beautiful.
1: Oh, How come gosh. you never see a dead one?
0: How come? Well, I did see a dead bird the other day, right. but I did. N- I don't know. I mm. they're, they're like tiny. Yetis. Like where do they go to die? Well, maybe maybe I did see a lot of cats in Costa. Rica. Oh God.
1: Oh so my maybe God, they're getting eaten, you know. Okay,
0: you know, and my mom's dog has definitely brought her a gift of a bird before.
1: That is the worst,
0: yeah. But I think my mom says that the bird was probably already injured because oh, Stella's yeah. not that fast at catching birds,
1: <laughs> she's not gifted,
0: yeah. She's like, she never has ever caught them, and I don't see that as happening. But
1: what's the industry yes. in Costa Rica? Just tourism.
0: Tourism, and I think there's a big Dole Pineapple Factory or
1: mm. something like
0: that. There's some, like, uh, but it's really just tourism, and, um, and they got no military.
1: Would you and ever I, live there?
0: I would get a place out here, but I couldn't live here.
1: No. Why?
0: I like a little more... Um, Order. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love Target. I love, you know. My uh-huh. mom says that the easy things are hard and the hard things are easy, which right. is very true.
1: Right.
0: And I like the hard things to be hard and the easy things to be easy,
1: <laughs> just like
0: I'm used to. All
1: right. Good to know.
0: You know, and just different phases of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I would love to, you know, get a place out here and like, you know, rent It'll it out. Get away. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. My mom, like, who knows what will do.
1: Okay. Next up is the bonkers history of the bathroom mm-hmm. scale. Oh, yeah, let's get rid of that thing. Literally, the bonkers that's history. what it was... I the article wait. was titled, The Bonkers History of the Bathroom Scale. That is so funny. Uh, well, though, I want to know. Okay, so... um, So the first bathroom scale was sold in 1913. And before that, it was just like a penny game that people would do when they were out yeah. and about. And, like, they didn't even use them at the doctor's office at that point. And... Because weight,
0: there was no correlation between or no association between weight and health. Is that it?
1: Um, There wasn't officially, yeah. Mm -hmm. They didn't know there was an if or whether there was a link. And um, so most people didn't even have flush toilets at the time when these things started being sold. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is. If you... if you were to play that game,
0: like, which came first, this or that, right. I would have good definitely point.
1: guessed flush toilet first. Right. Or, I mean, yeah. they had them, but it wasn't like everybody like, just had everywhere. them like they do now. And right. they really just saw it as, like, a novelty and super fun and just good to know. And then um, Americans had – were starting that, at that point to understand that health and longevity – Like Mm. that was something that they wanted and they were relying on old biases about weight and morality, which is a very, I I have read so many books about this during grad school, about how the language of dieting is usually steeped in theology. Like when you say something I ate is sinful, like, oh, that cake is Mm -hmm. sinfully good or, you know, a guilty pleasure. You're so smart. Yes. Stuff like that. And so it's often like connected to how we see character and that Yes. This is not a new phenomenon. This has been around for a long time. Um fighting against a lot there. Let's see. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, and it just it relates to with like eugenics, which was becoming popular at that time. This idea that some people were just inherently superior. Um you know, white whiteness or you know, particular types of people, races, so gender, all geez. that. And it was related to weight as well.
0: So you're we saying like is the scale was used to just confirm uh, uh, like...
1: Like it didn't just tell you your weight. It told you your worth. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yes. And I think a lot of people still feel that pressure and that's why we obsess about it. Yeah. Um, and then what insurance Gosh. companies kind of got in on it, and that's when it became more um, standardized and re- routinized within the medical community. was when insurance companies started mm. acting like there was an ideal weight. Because then they could
0: exclude people.
1: Yeah, and they could charge more wow. if you were a wow. certain size. And that's when it started becoming a fixture where everyone was getting them. Um, I think they need to rename this the... the- Article like the totally
0: disgusting and like, right, freaking
1: annoying history, yeah,
0: yeah, harmful history. Of,
1: I will okay, let me continue that, but let me say what is not harmful is having a great, uh, sexy story told to you thanks to the people at Dipsy. Mm-mm, that'll make you feel real good about your body. <laughs> you feel real good i don't know if you guys have tried this yet but you have to download dipsy because you take this little quiz and then you say like what you're into if you like long stories and romance or if you like it down and dirty or whatever male and female or two men and one whatever you're into and then they will give you suggestions on stories you can tell or, or listen to to turn you on get you in the mood maybe do it by yourself or get you ready for being with a partner. Um, Like, if you're into, like, hooking up with your uh, plumber or going to, like, costume party. (laughs) Right. I've tried that. I married mine. Okay. Still my fans. But Dipsy is... Satisfaction guaranteed. Uh, and for our listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial. So go to com slash brain candy. That's 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A com slash brain candy. com slash brain candy. And that's on our website too if you forget. Yeah. Okay. So then <clears> – <throat> um, the, it said, MetLife's ideal weights for women was so well-received that the company produced their list of ideal weights for men the following year, but they were much less harsh than even the BMI is now. Um mm. By the way, BMI mm. is stupid, and I really wish the medical it community is. would stop using it mm-hmm. because why are they even pretending? It's They know that it's not b- making sense. Like if you have a ton of muscle... You can still be labeled obese if the right. weight is high, et cetera. Oh, doesn't make any sense. Why do they right. still do that?
0: I don't know. Answer me. <laughs> I don't even have a... I mean, it, I think it's the same thing you said. The insurance companies would just follow the money. Yeah. It's more ways to discriminate, more ways to charge people more, and more ways to blame the person, not the system, the industry, the the, you know, working on general all over health fuck i don't know i know all
1: bad. yeah it was probably really the patriarchy
0: would blame probably them throw them in there
1: but it did it did i think people would like knowing that weight has never been cut and dry that it's been yeah. culturally influenced and yes that you know it's not clear what who is healthy if someone is Thin, they may be very unhealthy, and vice versa. I don't know. It just seems so obvious, but it's hard to shake when you've been kind of brainwashed culturally
0: yeah. by yeah. this
1: ideal. But now pretty much everybody mm. has a bathroom scale, so. Yeah. Yeah, you no. Know. We don't need that. By the way, I got an answer listen to yourself. about what they say now in NASCAR is driver's. Instead of gentlemen, oh. start your engines. Drive. B- that's what they should say. Yeah. I was like, oh, right. That makes sense. Racers, take your marks. Drivers. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like that. But apparently Danica is retired. I didn't know that.
0: Well, there are other women. I think There are, are. But like
1: she's the sort of famous one. And yeah, I don't know what she's doing. She's chilling out. I- <sighs>
0: And, and, hey, I mean, if she's anything like me, that risk-taking behavior and desire goes down, down, down. The older
1: you get, you're like, mm, yeah, I'm good. I'm and sad about make, that. She got Danica
0: Patrick money. No, that's funny.
1: I don't that's even fine. really like roller coasters like I used to. Me either. I hate that about me.
0: Take them or leave him. <sighs> That's not good. I want to watch somebody have fun on them, which is fucking weird.
1: Yeah, but that's, like, what happens to you right before you start having those dying people dreams. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we're marching oh, to death and that's not true i still do crazy stuff like i'm i'm more it's the in control thing yeah i mean at least it's for me it's gotta be but know. i'm not skydiving i told my mom that i'm like i'm not fucking no i'm not i wish was- she asked me like, is a bad have- idea Worst idea ever. Uh, not like that was ever brought up as an idea of what I should be doing out here. No. But we were just talking about you know that fear and how that is increased more and more because we did um, the Tarzan swing when we were we went ziplining.
1: Oh we did my that God. Tarzan
0: swing, which is just like they just drop you and you just do the swing. And I, I got nervous. I was like, oh, my God. But And then I checked all – I was like, wait, are you sure? Is this like double back and like So everything. you would I'm jump like, oh. into water? Is that what you're saying? No, you just jump and you're in a harness and it's just like a big swing. Okay. It's just a swing off of a platform. The th- same thing you did in, in where they like jump, dropped you off the edge of the cliff in the on the challenge.
1: No, Didn't you do was, one like that? there was no rope. You just jumped.
0: Oh, well, no. This one yeah. was a rope and it was like a swing. And then, you know.
1: No, that sounds scary. No,
0: it was scary, but it was really fun. Um, <sighs> Yeah, but you know, I was like, I'm scared. And she said, Would you ever go bungee jumping? I'm like, Fuck no. And that is the dumbest thing. Don't even ask me such a crazy question. Would you go bungee jumping, Susie?
1: No. no. I don't see what's in it for me at all. Right, except a big chiropractic bill.
0: <laughs> of all things to name that's exactly what i would say i was like long term i guarantee you 20 years from now i'm gonna be like fuck that my neck that one time i went i uh, went bungee jumping and they snapped me like a rubber band no no thank you You did not at all when did
1: you do no that? no i never i never oh, did oh,
0: okay. but, but <laughs> i get it I, I, I i've had enough you know close enough yeah. like yeah the one where we went flying off of a like some ramp into the a lake and um uh, Africa, that one fucked my back up. I felt like I was not right this after that trip into that lake. Ooh, don't mm. like any of that. Anyways, I even like
1: thinking about it. Me neither. Uh. It's not. Okay, I did, I read an article on imposter syndrome that made me want to talk about it with you and sort of flush it out. It was saying the trouble with imposter syndrome is that it puts the blame, like if you say I have imposter syndrome, you're kind Mm -hmm. of blaming yourself and so you're not acknowledging that the whole system is sort of designed for women to feel that way.
0: I have heard about this article, slash, read this article. I think
1: it was in the New York Times, yeah.
0: This is, re- and the language around it. Tell me everything.
1: I just, it made sense, and I had never thought about it how, you know, the whole corporate system in particular, but really every industry, mm-hmm. corporate or not, is designed for the default human, which is the white, straight male, to thrive. And so you might have imposter syndrome, but that's, you're kind of being gaslit into thinking like you just don't have enough confidence. But really, yeah. they have purposefully made it Ugh. so that people that are not white, straight men feel mm-hmm. that way. And you kind of quiet yourself and, you know. But on the flip side, I read a separate article that said the good news is. That imposter syndrome actually has benefits. Where, like for example, they said oh, wow. female doctors. I, I guess I'm. I don't know. They diagnose, and they're more. I've they heard have, this too. Yeah, better bedside manner. Yes. And they don't have less successful diagnosis uh, diagnoses. Mm-hmm. They do a better job at being there for their patients, and they have the same rate of good medical outcomes. So that's fantastic. That's the upside. But I don't like that feeling of like I'm not enough, especially when it's because (sighs) some dude wants me to feel that way.
0: Right. And I feel like that is such a common feeling. But, you know, can we, you know, just like I did on the challenge with telling myself when I was terrified, you're really excited. Mm
1: -hmm. Can we
0: say, and this is going to be like the annoying um, uh, uh, growth mindset, like optimist in me. Yeah. It's like. The opposite of that would be, no, nope, I'm fine. Just how I am. We're good. Can mm-hmm. we look at that instead as like motivation that we've been taught to the same way, like, you know, being bossy is like, oh, don't be like that. Mm-hmm. We, we just need to rename it, name it. What do we call it? Executive leadership skills. Yeah. So th- this needs a rebranding too. And like, take that feeling as like, no, this is motivation. This is like, I'm. Oh, to change like can we change that of like i want more for myself or i and get rid of the feeling of not enoughness you know because the opposite of having that feeling would be like complacency
1: mm-hmm. or or entitlement I mean, even worse entitlement which is like,
0: yeah yeah Anything. oh i deserve it. and then you're not even good which is mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying
1: I always think too, like, okay, let's say I'm an imposter, that I'm a total loser and and these people have an employee that sucks. Hey, joke's yeah. on them. They hired me. There you go. Work what into I your v- Yes, no
0: problem. Who cares? I, don't know. I love that, Suze. It's just But everybody feels like that. I mean, not everybody. I can't say everybody. I hate saying that. Well, that's why I did a tweet that said
1: all the wrong people have imposter syndrome because to me. This is true. People that really are like, I don't know. They're the ones that are awesome. And these guys that are like, I'm great. I'm like, you're a loser.
0: Loser. Loser. Totally, totally, totally true. I hate
1: you. And
0: and if we say that if you can look at that imposter syndrome, and I don't even mean to like say, like simplify it and say, oh, just like look at the flip side or say like without it, it would just be like pussy. It's more like look at how that feeling of like that has, despite that feeling has, has pushed you and motivated you. And look at how you know skilled you are Yeah, I feel like we're looking at the wrong thing the fact that you even question like man am I enough
1: shows the depth of how much you care about being enough right that's what we always say about parenting if you're worried about whether you're a good parent you probably are yeah so like take heart you're better than a mediocre white man
0: for sure oh gosh ain't that the truth Ain't that the twirls.
1: Okay, last thing. Um, okay, this was interesting. This was about the racism of electronic music programs, like GarageBand and like Logic, I think. Huh. You know, these programs that are on our computers that let you mm-hmm. work with music and create music. And it said that they were built primarily to facilitate music making in the Western style and mode. And then, mm-hmm. like, if you wanted to like make... Western, like,
0: not country, but, like, Western is in Western part the of the world. The Western
1: world, world. yeah. If you like, are we make, including hip-hop in this? Hip-hop is Western, but African yeah. music is not, and Indian uh-huh, music see, is I not. Asian Anything music. Anything with an alternative
0: music sort, like, different even Latin, sounds or different yeah, instruments. like, Latin
1: music. And they, so they have to use all these complicated workarounds just to make their music. And then like most electronic music tools, like along with guitar, piano and wind instruments are set by default to a tuning system called equal temperament, which is the foundation of like Western classical music. So it's like old timey. We're talking here.
0: Oh, my gosh. This is... I would have never thought about this no in one way. million years. And This is fascinating.
1: So it doesn't allow for what they call microtonality, like the notes between the standard piano keys. So you might think there aren't notes in between, but there are. It's very subtle. And... If you're outside of Europe or America, then you're like, okay, I got to plug in this extra thing. Well, my favorite
0: kind of music is all international. So, th- so they're working hard for you.
1: Need, yeah, we need some new music representation. In the, oh, my gosh. That article was in Pitchfork. And it was like, uh, like you said, something I never thought about. And any oh, anytime the technology you're using is built by westerners it's going Mm -hmm. to be probably racially and ethnically limited yeah and and you
0: could like without even taking into consideration the other it's like blind
1: and i use limited as a generous word it could be worse like it could be intentionally designed Mm. to quiet the voices of marginalized people but you know, like even on um, Twitter, you'll see somebody, if you post a picture of Barack Obama and Donald Trump, like on top of each other, like it will center the white face, no matter oh, which order you put them in. Oh, Stuff like that. Oh my God. I and hate this. You know how you have to click to open up the picture mm-hmm. fully? So it will, mm-hmm. it focuses on the white face by default. Oh. Yeah. Stuff like that. And it, it's awful. It just awful. has to kind of be And unless be you make
0: – and then when when we're setting up all these AI – this is what we keep hearing is like all these AI programs are things that are set up to read the data that's already like racist and based on a system that is like rooted
1: mm-hmm. in
0: racism. The results are going to be that. Right. You have to build that in. You have to incentivize equality in your programs people mm-hmm. right right oh my goodness
1: it all has to be undone it's going to take yeah. forever and thanks to Meghan markle for working on the monarchy um, yes oh my God, I, love I can't even get into that because i have so many thoughts on that and we need to wind it down but i love her too right, let's wind it down. Let's take- if you love Larry and I haven't David, even seen that
0: because I have not been able to get it because it's in Costa, I'm in Costa Rica and it's not available over here. You're so, kidding but, me. Yep. So I can't even watch it yet.
1: Oh, my God. For Adam and I, as you can imagine, my British husband, we were. it was like mm-hmm. popcorn night. It was like Super Bowl. We were so into it. Because <laughs> hey, I love Megan. and I know. We all do. Yeah. She's magical.
0: And you know how I love vulnerability.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's why you love it. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to, uh, you know, two thumbs up Larry David for helping prevent a miscarriage of justice. Oh,
0: my gosh. Um, Gosh, it seems like forever ago that we were talking about that story.
1: It was. It was 57 minutes ago, as a matter of fact.
0: You brought us... You're so funny. You brought us... Because we talked about so many exciting things. You brought us uh, a really amazing history of... That I didn't even think I would know that I wanted. Witchy wardrobe. I was even going to say
1: the scale. Oh, (laughs) the scale. (laughs) That's true. See, so much content. The history of we didn't know we need. Um, Dreams of the Dying, which was very interesting. Mm,
0: Right. Oh, my God. Weirdest moment. My mom's going to, like, get a real kick out of
1: that. Yes. And then the pros and cons of imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Something to think about. Yeah, don't even worry about it you're don't doing great worry about it yes but um All right, guys. hope you leave us a five star review and tell a friend yeah. and subscribe tell too We love you yes. guys see you next okay, time bye I hope you enjoyed that show. You got this far, so you must be a hardcore podcast fan. We'd love to invite you over to our podcast, Twinning at Life. We'll be gossiping about relationships. Yes, ours included. Bachelor chatter, pop culture, reality TV, and really a bunch of real life stuff. Come join us and have some fun. Just search Twinning at Life on your podcast app.